do? What's up? Man, shit chilling. What's up with you? <laughs> Not seeing this. Look, sitting here, sitting here reading this crazy shit. Okay. Um, it is really like kind of ties in what we were talking about on the previous episodes about this Kanye thing, right? Look, mm -hmm. I'm reading on a little small byline story. It says Pete Davidson gets tattooed. Tat yeah, I seen that, bro. Bro, he tattooed the kids' names on his neck, man. Man, he's going bad, bro. That's that, unacceptable. Bro, okay. Now, if he was, oh, if he was black, man, we all know if he was black, how we would be talking. Yeah. So, that's so, dude. That's like the creepiest shit I've ever from a celebrity, huh? I said hella creepy. That's just way out of line, man. Like, bro, you're you're doing way too much, and you're really asking for problems. Like you, like to me, you just asking for problems, bro. Yeah. You don't do nothing like that, bro. Yeah. It's like some little passive-aggressive shit. How you gonna not say nothing when the nigga was kind of dick-taking digs at you and and let the shit die down and then be... And, and the dude's like, I don't want you around my kids and all that shit. And then um, turn around... And tattoo this damn kid's t uh, name on your neck. All of them. Bro, if I, I don't know about you. If that was me, that cat would be Vamoose. <laughs> that would be my yeah, well, that would be my life he, mission. He's definitely putting He's definitely giving me the understanding that's where he must be at with it. So, you know, I don't know how women view it, but as a man, so much, so much is said with that gesture. Man, that sounds like, and he ain't even got no kids, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't even been, never been married, ain't never got no kids. But he going into this territory with it, and look as a as a mother. See, that's what as a mother she should have cut this nigga loose when he did that shit. You know, we in the hood, and you just meet some dude, and you fucking on, and you fucking on this dude, and run your baby daddy off or your husband off, and this nigga like ain't never had no kids, or younger than you too. You a young dude. And he comes to the house and he got all your kids' name and your name tattooed on his neck. Yeah, he's way out of line for that, bro. Uh, yeah. He'd have to be, man, she, you know what? She's an unfit mother, man. She really, she's unfit. You know what I'm saying? That's unfit. That's just like uh, uh, Kanye was saying, man. 
she's unfit. As a, I mean, I don't give a damn how many nannies they got, what school they go to, what they eat for dinner. Just that having that sort of energy around your kids is unfit. You're unfit. You got the dude, a fucking junkie ass dude who been a junkie, fresh out of rehab, talking about, yeah, hey, my kid's name tattooed on your neck. You know the nigga got Hillary Clinton tattooed on him too, right? <laughs> Do we? He got a picture of Hillary Clinton tattooed on him too. Yeah, I knew about that shit before. That's even hella crazy. So, yeah, a full-blown picture. Y'all can Google it. He got a Hillary Clinton tattooed on his body. A picture of her. Talking about she badass. You know what I'm saying? He's clearly got issues. Yeah, that's a crazy, that's a crazy individual, bro. Bro, but listen to this shit. So I'm sitting. That's a crazy dude. So, so I was sick this weekend, so I'm sitting up, laying up, laying up in the bed, right? But look, I'm listening to all this podcast, and so I go listen to somebody's podcast, and then the last one before I shut everything off, it was a dude, and he he said. That oh Hassan Campbell was was talking. Hassan Campbell said that you know so I guess they're making this big old thing about Kanye getting the Ray J tape back and giving it to Kim. So I guess there was another sex tape. It really exists. So basically, they're saying whack 100. You know he's gay. He's uh, whack 100 was Ray J's manager, I guess. So I guess some kind of way he finagled. He finagled. Yeah, he finagled that shit from Ray J and turned it over to Kanye in exchange for. Kanye doing music with the game, so I so apparently, uh, Easy from uh, Donda Two was an extortion, and Kanye, what? yeah, he extorted Kanye. He's like, "Yo, you gotta put do some features for the game, and I'll give you this shit if you don't." Is I'm about to put this shit out. So there's another tape. That is a cold nigga, bro. Yeah, it's a cold nigga, man. Isn't that crazy? I was like sitting there. Yeah. I was sitting there with my jaw on the ground. Uh, and you know, I'm going to keep it real shit. I think it's true. It, it sounds, it definitely sounds like some shit he would do. Yeah, because I heard he, well... He's a, like, apparently he was the one that extorted Oscar De La Hoya too. That's why he got his, he got them tapes of Oscar, De, but I guess there's video of Oscar De La Hoya uh, doing some, you know, questionable uh, things that go against his perceived uh, sexuality 
and I guess they got some video of that. But you remember how the pictures came out? So apparently the pictures, um, the pictures were the only thing released. I guess there was video, and I guess he stopped that had to pay whack 100 a whole lot of bread. When he was in the stockings? Yeah. Yeah, y'all can look at it, Oscar De La Hoya dress, uh, stockings and dress. Google that. You'll see. But I guess there's a video of him doing some stuff. Like some sexual acts with a man or something. So I guess so what yeah, Wack got a hold of that. So Yeah. So Yeah. And so what I'm getting also, like I said a pre like the previous show is like so apparently that old Nipsey thing, that's a real thing. And that and that's and that's very unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it is what it is. So I guess this is how this dude get down. And I guess he, he man, he's trying to make his way to the top. Uh, right. You know, so. Right. Um, but yeah, but I was listening. What else? Oh, and then I was just reading something about Netflix doing layoffs, right? Right. But in the article, it's like Netflix. Um, the article that I'm reading, Netflix laid off a bunch of people at. Let me see. Let me pull it back up. At one of their facilities. Hold on. Let me see. Where is it? At one of their facilities. Uh, so apparently, this facility. Um, employs a bunch of black women and Latinos. Okay. Women. They was very specific, which is strange to me because why would they make that that that, that specification uh, black women and Latino women working at this facility? That's a little weird to me. Because from what I understand, a corp like they're trying to use us to shame Netflix. Like clearly, Netflix been losing bread. It's all over the papers, all over the news. Somebody gonna get laid off, and then what? And the people in the thread are like, always the last one hired. Uh, always the last one hired. Always the last one. <laughs> First one fired. First one fired, last one hired. Got it. Okay. But really, is that really the case? Because from what I understand, it'd be black men that be getting that. Brothers, from what I've seen in my corporate life and corporate, the... Hey, the human. Um, you a black, you a black man. <clears throat> you deal with a whole nother level of mistreatment, right? Here's the whole thing. The reality of it is, is that if you a real strong black man, 
you gonna be a protector regardless. So what that means is that if you part of the most vulnerable race yeah. and you the protector, that actually makes you the most vulnerable. Okay. Because Damn. you're the one always in the dangerous position and even when you can't protect yourself, think about this, bro. Black men are tasked with protecting a race when we can't even protect ourselves, bro. Just imagine that job. There, there, there's no reprieve of anything. Like, who can we run to? Like, like yeah. it's to the point, if you a black man and you ain't docile, you a problem. Yeah. And dudes like me and you don't give a fuck. But for a nigga whose mind can't conceive of the reality, I feel for these dudes because with you, I could be like, oh, you know what it is. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it and we could laugh about it. But there's really dudes out here, they have no idea what they got signed up for. Yeah. And this is why some of these dudes, they want to change their pronouns and titles and all like that. Some of you dudes ain't even really like that. You just don't want to be in the middle of what this really is. Yeah. We in a tough position, bro. Yeah. And, cause, cause and most people, most people couldn't navigate it. So that just is what it is, bro. Yeah. And, you know, and my, my, another point from my experience, right? I'm like, Yo, like when I work corporate stuff, when I work corporate, the things I noticed, it was like black women and other minorities ran, ran the human resource department. Yeah. We don't want, because I think that's one of our top one of our top occupations. Let me look it up. I think we talked about this in another episode about black women HR departments. Department pool. Okay. the board in the country uh, oh yeah man I mean shit bro for the most part in my profession mm. I got women who are my bosses like I make more than my bosses but I don't got no power <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like they, they be running around talking that shit. Oh, we can't tell him nothing. Oh, man, get the fuck out of here. You guys could roll me up if that's exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah. That, I don't even know. I don't even know why y'all walking around talking like that. Maybe you guys think I'm stupid enough to believe that shit. How, you, how, how they gonna put you in charge 
but you ain't in charge of me, but I'm in the facility. Man, all right. <laughs> that, that's like me coming to your uncle's house and the nigga tell you, oh, well, your friend, I can't tell him nothing. Wait, nah, nigga, I'm uh, I'm with Rich, right? So what? what's his role here? I'm doing exactly what he do. Mm-hmm. That's common goddamn sense. About to have me over here doing dumb shit. Yeah. Cause you, cause you know, you know that that's music to a motherfucker's ear. Somebody telling them, "Oh, I can't tell you anything. You got free. You can do what you want, man, dog." Then how did I get the job? Yeah. Look, it says here. It says, but this is how they try to twist it in the uh, in the media and the data. They said, human resources lead managers. They're not talking about the workers. They're glossing over the workers. They're only talking about the management. So basically, 10%, no, 25, no, 26% of the 75% of well they say 64% are women 64% are white and 25% are black or Latino <clears throat> so that's like one in four that's like yeah one that's like 20 that's like one in four across the country and these are not and they're not even talking about workers they're talking about managers so and the and the managers are paid an average uh, annual salary of ninety six thousand dollars a year so they earn as much as a hundred fifty thousand and so they put out articles Let's see. Netflix firings, layoffs. Here's a cold one. Staff had hired. They just hired the staff months ago. Oh, here it is right here. Tudum. T-U-D-U-M. That's their site. This is all over. Laid off some of his staff. Many of them recently hired women of color. They were working on the streaming services new fan-focused website. Tudum, named for the sound of the Netflix logo. It was launched. Who else? Oh, CNN website lasted 30 days, but they didn't say nothing like that. And CNN's in Atlanta. So, yeah, they trying to use... Uh, well, how many? I want to know how many black men laid off. Oh, now they says... I was laid off from a significant contract originally intended through August, so I'm looking for stable work. 
in rent. I need this is uh T Tennessee whiskey woman uh, at Twitter. And so this is weird because if you're a contract worker, these are employees. Oh, so they they said staff. They didn't say employees. So they contracted a bunch of. See, in order to be a contract worker, you can look at it as either you're a temp or as you're a, you're an in demand professional. But they don't want to give you a whole bunch of benefits and stuff, health wise. They just using you for the duration of the contract. So the contract, she said, the contract was to run from December through August. So basically, you got almost to the end. What is it? May now? May so you got eight months out of a 12 month contract. And so now they're saying, oh, they laid off a bunch. Of, and that's what I'm saying. Women. Why did Netflix feel the need to just target women of color as opposed to men of color which is another question so if this is true we could point at what the the amount of educated black woman in the country so this is a so we can make the assumption that this is the educated workforce that they hire. We can make, I mean, I can make that assumption. Uh, women who got college degrees, you know, black women are uh, number right. one in college degrees in the country. Because I know a couple right. of contract workers at Amazon and they all got college degrees, some even masters. And so that's pretty interesting. I'm trying to figure out where the black men are at. I mean, man, bro, that, that's an interesting equation unto itself. But to me, that's a, that's a whole other conversation when we want to get into that. Because yeah. it's kind of it's kind of being promoted that our opinion isn't really needed. Right, like even though it might be something about me, they get to tell me about me. Right, like my a uh, woman who doesn't know me gets to have more to say about my manhood than my own father. Yeah, don't nobody want to hear what the fuck my dad got to say. They he he's right along with me and you. Like nigga, we like we don't we don't even honor all men like that no more. Like we don't really we don't respect these niggas no more, bro. We don't want to hear shit that they got to say, bro. Exactly. It's like so. Look, so another woman that was working there and got laid off. She tweeted. Listen, listen to this tweet. She that sound like an African in Keck. Uh, N-N-E-K-A space M period. Her last name O-K-O-N-A. So she says, I actually had a piece in progress for Tudum. One that took me months to have the capacity to write. 
about Kanye and grieving a parent after their death. So if any editors want this piece, let me know. It took a lot of emotional labor. So accepting less than a dollar. So not accepting less than a dollar worth. So yeah, writers on the website. There, and she was hired as a writer. So everyone knows a writer nowadays. Also, nowadays isn't really a staff position. So she was a contracted contracted writer. So this is disingenuous because so they're putting it out like they laid off a whole bunch of people working. You see what I'm saying? I mean... That's a freelance job anyway nowadays. Hey, man. Look, bro. Just because you ain't on the team don't mean you ain't with the company. Like, you know, you know this shit. You know this shit be weird. Like, now that I do contracted work, yeah, I be seeing all type of unbelievable shit where they be giving people contracts, and I'm like, but this motherfucker don't even do that work. So how, bro, think about, remember remember with all the building projects when they was giving the contracts to the preachers and shit? Yeah. Bro, it's the same thing. So, so when you talk about this stuff, it's like, to me, we would need the information really in front of us and break it down and, and make it into a series type of thing for people to really comprehend what's going on and how it works. If you know, then Shit. you know. Yeah, me, me, what I'm starting to figure out is that, okay, the people who get the contracts, sometimes they actually do the work, but there's people who they're contractors and all they do is negotiate contracts and then... They give people money, and they get a cut, and I have no fucking idea how they got in that position. Well, I'd be like, if we're talking about laborers, I don't see who could possibly negotiate better for the laborers than a person who's been a laborer. They've yeah. lived the life, but they'll bring in a, an attorney or some weird shit or just a, or just a, or just a person who knows how to move around and navigate the shit a little bit better, you you know, it, it'd be strange, bro. Yeah. So, so they got an office in, two, uh, I guess it's in Hollywood. So we can uh, safely assume what the, oh, shit. the demographic... Hollywood. Yeah, the demographic of the office. It says office building in Hollywood. Okay. Hey, any time, any time Hollywood's involved in anything. Yeah, because they got a big old office in Hollywood. So we can, uh, I guess the website was called, okay, let me re-clarify. It's a website called Tudum. Let's go look at Tudum. Tudum? Yeah, that's the website. I was kind of miss. What's it about? Like, what do they do on it? Information is an information website. It's like a companion website to Netflix. Oh, goddamn. Here we go. It's so, it's to dig it's a website to dig deeper into Netflix films. 
Okay, got it. Okay, here we go. Let's let's let's. All right, see that. So I was okay. I thought we was headed down the path of Tinder or fishing the sea or something. Yeah. So look, I'm looking back at December. So most of the stories about the layoffs, right? So yes, sir. To them. It says this is December twenty. You talking about the Netflix? You said it's about the Netflix layoffs, yeah. But why are they okay? There's a companion website, but why aren't they calling it Tudum layoffs? They're kind of trying to say it's Netflix, but the people work so, for. Yeah, but okay, so these motherfuckers work. Is that a, is that a Netflix? Is that a Netflix acquired company? Or something like, man, bro, because we can sit here and say what we're saying. Because I hear what you're saying. I'm with you. It's a but. What's what's the technical aspect? It's a it's an editorial website launched by the streamer that will host the streamer. Yeah, it's is the streamer me and you, or is the streamer a specific person? It launched is launched by Netflix. That's the streamer. So bro. <laughs> this is what I okay. You you see the finesse right there. Yeah. This is the Netflix company. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. So, so they could they could here's what they could do. They could start the company to fire niggas, bro. Me and you done seen that before. It's a startup. It's an experiment, a startup. See, after after CNN, let me pull this. CNN shut down CNN Plus after third after after thirty days. Mm. Let me see. Uh, CNN Plus lay oh uh, layoffs. Oh oh, shut down. They shut down. Yeah, it says right here. It says this chart is a CNN Plus shut down early. It shut down is the most significant. They hyped it up and then they shut down in 30 days. It was a prescription, uh, a subscription based, you know, plus a CNN. Thirty days. It said the owners lack of faith in the viability of a subscription-based standalone news platform. Mm-hmm. So these motherfuckers ain't looked around because I'm a member of the Intercept, right? So the Intercept sends me emails, and every year, for the last three years, they've been saying. They've been losing subscribers. Netflix? Uh, The Intercept. Okay, okay. A few little news companies that I be subscribing to. They be begging for... They're like 501c3s. So... Oh, now, now, that, now that you just explained what The Intercept is, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Those independent, those independent news models and shit. They be operating off apps and all that type of thing. Yeah, I'm looking at this shit right now. It says the six. Yeah, I got you. I hear it, you. It goes in six hours left. 
to go before our membership campaign deadline to intercept. Just beat our goal of 16,000 monthly donors by April 6th. See, that's what they do. That's the intercept email to me. So, these corporations are trying to, that are engaged in a lot of fake ass news and shit. See, and that's the problem. The people don't want to pay for that shit. The people, so, look, the people are just in Facebook. The people are in, they're in what they're in. It's a, it's, so they're going to have to retool this whole thing. Just like with Politibro. Dude, I had a Politibro app running, uh, I want to say, shit, I'm probably the first. The first black news app, probably, period. I had an app, dude. I had an app in the Google Play Store. Shit, like, I want to say damn near 10 years ago. And I, and I realized then that it, it was, like, a lot to deal with. People want, the, people want their news free. There's there's a percentage that'll pay, but if it's kind of the same thing as the movie model, it's like now people are like getting exhausted with all these apps to watch TV shows. Motherfuckers is like, dude, I can't have 10, 10 different subscriptions. You know, once Netflix tried to raise their subscription price, that was a couple weeks ago. Right, and people mm-hmm. and people weren't feeling that shit. It was just an out for them. It was an out. They was like, "Shit, we can just shut down this to them." Because technically, really, if Netflix was smart, they would have had this shit embedded in Netflix app in the first place. Right, got it. You know what I'm saying? And they could have had it and get it from the beginning. But they did it, and the reason why they did it is because they didn't want motherfuckers like sharing information about the movies that were bad. They needed to keep the hype, like, like what is that? The like, okay, for instance, that Matrix movie that was hella bad. Oh my God, bro! They put on HBO. Don't even, don't even bring that up. That shit was garbage, bro. Bro, I couldn't yeah. even believe that they really did that. Yeah, they must just somebody must have made them make that movie. Yeah, because really, if you think about it, all they Tudum wasn't nothing but a propaganda arm of Netflix. So they were just gonna have the website. They wanted some people to flood in so they could fucking like pretend like it's. In, it's got viewer engagement and just fluff all their projects up. Because, you know, they lost all the money on their movies and projects. They're like, hey, we'll just have a little website and we'll blow up. They take it from the little Kanye model. Yeah, I'll just have my own standalone shit and sell direct and sell my, my ideas direct to consumer my movies and promote my movies direct to consumer because a lot of their movies was getting trashed 
See, the shit is too, it's like, almost like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, fucking, uh, what the Bitcoin is. It's kind of like, it seemed like that's where a lot of this shit is going. People are really trying to stretch this money. I was listening to fucking Snoop Dogg, right? What are you, what are you talking about? Snoop Dogg's talking about, I listened to an article, Snoop Dogg talking about the death row purchase, and he said the main reason he did it was so he can get... What purchase? Uh, Snoop Dogg purchased death row. How do you know that? He said he did in the, in the interview. You see what I'm saying? That's what he said. Well, this was so okay. Okay, how about this? He didn't even listen. He didn't even he didn't even get his album. Oh, okay. All right. So you you beat me to the punch. Okay. Yeah, he didn't get his album. (laughs) That's exactly. You know what I was gonna ask? Yeah. Did he get Doggy Style in the Chronic, nigga? No. In the Dog Pound? Because if he didn't get that, you didn't get Death Row. Now you might have got a name or some sort of licensing. On some shit that we don't give a fuck about, but that real death row shit, man. Come on, man. He, you know I what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know what? I'm gonna say this, bro. I'm not even gonna really say what it is I could or want to say because I gotta halfway try to protect the platform. But say you it. know, say you it. know, man, bro. Come on, bro. That shit is controlled by the Jews. Whoever. Whoever they gave to license that shit. Oh, well, you could get yeah. death row, but you don't get the property. Yeah. Nigga, because, because how, how you going to get it? You mean to tell me why, ain't, why Dre ain't work out a deal for him to get the shit? He, listen, he said Hasbro, the toy company, owned it. They didn't know what to do with it because they had bought it from this other dude who was a shithead in his opinion. The toy company had he went to them, and and the guy's like a bit the owner. I guess the owner of it. He know the owner. Bro, yeah. You know what Hasbro could have done, bro? Since this, this, this is what we doing. I didn't came up with it this quick. Have you ever heard of a game called uh, what's that GTA? You ever heard of a game called Grand Theft Auto Brothers? Hell yeah! Remember, okay, I, I got so, a whole, I got a we got a episode. You talking about GTA to the is going to the streets as the metaverse. Look it up. We did that like hell a- yeah, that's just the man, bro. Come on, bro. We I, we could pull up videos right now where motherfuckers is really living their life like it's Grand Theft Auto. As far as doing the Grand Theft Auto thing, I don't really mean they doing that in actual actual life. But yeah, they, I, I seen the one dude. He lives his life in the metaverse. I said, oh lord. You yeah. are crazy. And that's what Snoop was saying. He's saying he was trying to take Death Row as an NFT. So he's basically... So listen. Yeah. Okay, so he's trying to do all that, right? So you got Hasbro. Watch this. Watch this. Don't Hasbro sell, like, cars and shit? Like little toy cars and all that? Yeah. Okay. Don't GTA make replica of cars and then in there they have actual radio stations yeah okay you mean to fucking tell me hasbro couldn't have sold them 10 models of their own cars 
and said, look, we gonna have a hidden feature. And here, we have the Death Row catalog. So when you get one of our cars, you can listen to anything that was Death Row, even shit we shelved that never came out. Yeah. You mean to tell me, motherfuckers wouldn't have went for that? They don't got nobody who they're paying to think of that? Cause you're not giving me a dime and I thought of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that. And, and, and this and this be this be where I get combative because now I feel like niggas is talking to me like I'm stupid. Yeah. You you couldn't have thought of nothing better. I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm smart enough to yo bro give me okay. I I'm Hasbro, right? So I sell toys, and I have possibly. As far as for a short period, the most successful hip hop, rap, whatever label ever. Yeah. I should have, I could have got with with what's his name? What what's the boy's name who was who was running uh, Priority and all that over there? I forgot. Not Priority. Name. Uh, who, who was the? Huh? What's the white boy's name? Who Jimmy Iovine? Who be at the Iovine? I couldn't have got with I couldn't have got with Iveen and made a power play. Yeah, like you did with Dre. Man, what is Snoop talking about, bro? Man, like 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 he must he just must think we just some goofies, bro. Look, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think this shit is. So okay, so back in the day, right? I used to work for uh, a company called uh, LowestFair.com. Okay. And lowestfair.com. Lowest fair, like lowest fair, like laissez fair. No, lowest. And then you, and then air, you, then you substitute ticket. the word lowest. No, airline tickets. Oh, okay, okay. So TWA, right? He owned Carl Icahn owned TWA, and then um, he sold TWA to the employees. Trans World Airlines. So he sold it to him, but he said you, they didn't have enough cash. So he said, "Hey, I can sell as many TWA tickets as I want for ten years." So he created, uh, as as you got, you know, his financing. So he created Lowest Fair. So then he was selling all these tickets to low. That's why he called it Lowest Fair because he was selling the tickets hella cheap. And so, mm-hmm. and so. Carl Icahn, and he was selling that shit like crazy, selling trips to Puerto Rico for like 80 bucks, round trip. So, Carl How was he making money? He was making money because he was taking 100% profit. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was, okay. yeah there okay. wasn't no wholesale on it. He was like, you got okay. this was the financing with interest, so I'm on this get my bread out of you and sell these tickets. You sell me these tickets for nothing, for nothing and I'm going to sell them how much I want. These regions. So Carl Icahn, if you look him up, this is one of the coldest corporate raiders in American history. He'd buy a corporation. Like, what's his face? That Mitt, Mitt Romney that ran for president. So that's what Snoop Dogg... Oh, Mitt. Mitt the shit. Yeah, Mitt Romney did the same Frank, shit. Frank Mitty. Yeah. 
with his uh that's how he made his bread so that's what snoop is doing snoop bought the pieces of death row and he bought was see he got like the dog pound he got a few artists when he he didn't he didn't get his shit he didn't get tupac and i don't think he got dr dre shit either but he got like the dog pound lady of rage uh shit like that the secondary groups and he said oh I'm trying to get them paid back paid cause apparently them niggas won't get no money from that shit so it, he's, taking, he's taking this in NFT metaverse and he said he's gonna break it down to the point where he's gonna be selling vocal tracks only to songs and verses on NFT. So NFT holders can get together and put together like if someone wants a uh, a feature with Dazzle Corrupt, they can just go buy the NFT from the old Death Row catalog and put Dazzle Corrupt and feature them and put it out. So niggas gonna be getting dads and corrupt features without having to console dads and corrupt. Yep. That's the worst idea I've ever heard, nigga. And the beats too, and it goes all the way down. He said you can even take the bass line. He breaking it down. He said he gonna break it down. You can buy the bass line. You can buy the the keyboard uh, section of a song and do whatever the hell you want with it. It's like sampling broken down. But the money, they're just going to sell it up front. But I'm presuming if it goes back on an album somewhere, you got to pay some sort of royalty. So I'm thinking that's where the he's selling it to the artist to probably recoup. Like, hey, hey, Dad's corrupt, you know. All right, so what happens when somebody else buys it too? Then what? I don't know. The shit, the shit, it, it sounds very experimental, man. And it sounds like Snoop and his team is the only niggas in the know that really know how it's going to play out. And so it sounds like a new record scam. It definitely sounds like a scam. It sounds like a and scam. I hate to, and I hate to say that because I like Snoop. But this 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 sound, this sounds like a scam, bro. Yeah, and that's a yeah. That's that's what's been going on a lot. Everything's a scam, man. Oh yeah, man. That's a fact, bro. Every it's scam city right now, bro. It's the because that's where the bread. That's where the bread is, bro. I can't really make no money doing real across the board business with you. So let me finesse you. And then, you know, and it don't really matter, man, what our friendship was, however many years, man, Don King showed niggas how it was. I never in my life seen a dude who, except the people who put him in the game, he scammed every single person yeah. who, who he came across. And you know what's wild? Don King is like considered a hero to a lot of motherfuckers. So if that's what we looking up to, 
I can imagine where we headed. I can imagine where we. You are. know, yeah, I mean, shit, nigga. Hey, you been seeing? Have you been seeing uh, them brother Marquise interviews? No. With two live crew. No, Damn, bro. Bro, you gotta look them up, man. What are you Fine. talking about? Huh? What are you talking about? Nigga, he's talking about Luke. Oh, his business practicing? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I know it wasn't good. Hey, and I seen what you was talking about with the worst rapper on your Facebook. The oh, yes, sir. Man, I swear I thought of Luke. Yeah, well, have, you know what, bro? You heard, man, you know, I never heard Luke rap, bro. I didn't even know he rapped. He had some raps. Ha, ha, ha. That's interesting. He had a man, couple. Did, I don't. The chant, the chants are raps, apparently. They're, okay, got it. Okay, that's his. Five feet, five, whoa, he got feet, whoa, dead, dead, he got Right, 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 got yeah. it. Okay. I'm going to look them up. So, who do you think the worst rapper of all time is? Magoo, nigga. I keep telling you this. And, and and we could always, I'm, I'm, I'm into the whole, me, I went down the rabbit hole. Man, bro. Now, with that said, I say Magoo, there's a bunch of factors in there because there's just dudes just raw off the air, what like whacker, like Tim Dog. Right? Yeah. I really, I really dug deep, bro. Because most people don't got it in them to just sit around and, and I listen to four songs from every bro, that was difficult. I did it with Silk the Shocker. Silk the Shocker. You know, bro, I, Silk the Shocker. I really, D-Shot. Yeah, D-Shot. Uh, yeah, you know what, though? Here's the thing, bro. Arabian Prince. Uh, Arabian Prince, but... Uh, we coming for Arabian Prince? God damn. Yeah. Chili Uptown. Wait, hold on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nah, bro. That's town, bitch. Okay. I like Chili Uptown. Okay. I, I, I got his, I got his uh, album. I knew, I knew I was gonna. You know what? I got his album too somewhere. Yeah. Man, I'll, I'll that's just, a that's a that's a cold name, Chili Uptown, bro. No. Okay, I got one. Uh, Dove. Who? <laughs> Gorgeous Dre. Oh my goodness. Gordon. You know what? Here's what's so cold. Here's what's so cold. I still can't actually put him in the category of these other dudes. Like, I'm talking about, bro, have you have you really sat back and listened to Magoo? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Think about how whack he would be if they ever just gave him his own song all by itself. Right. Look, that I, that I, one song. Look, look, that one song. We know how to party. Yeah. Keep it up. Okay, I was listening to that. Missy was gassing. 
he came in just giving it up. This kid named Scott, I beat thee like shots. I beat thee like that. I beat thee, bit me like that. Like she would, man, nigga, I'm listening to Magoo. I say, yeah, this nigga's just like, Magoo must be like the, he must be like the realest nigga out of all of them because you can't be there because of talent. So you probably was a real god or something. There's got to be something more to it than... You know well, what? You know what? He doesn't sound like Q-Tip, so if you're even I, about to try to say something no, like no, no, that, no. bro... I'm saying, okay. I, I was listening to it, right? And I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking like, Missy, he got like Missy Elliott's old rhymes that she wrote when she was like... Coming. Yeah. Because yep. it sounds like Missy. Yep. He... He borderline sounds like a woman. Yep. If you li- if you close your eyes and listen to Magoo rap, and then you listen to Missy flow, Miss is like yeah, definitely. Especially when the nigga said, "Just one kiss, just don't you tell." I said, "Oh my goodness, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga?" Yeah. So. Yeah, bro, I definitely agree with you. I definitely think that he's been getting these messy throwaway rhymes the whole time, bro. Man, she's like, don't even yeah. give, I don't even need pub for this shit. These are payments for uh, Timberland beats. Yeah. You know? I'm with you, bro. I, yep, I, I've always felt like Missy gave him the Ron, she was just like, nah, I can't say this, but here, you can say it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, yeah. we cracked crack the code on the, Magoo, on the Magoo files. But I mean, man, bro, there's, you know, man, we talking about the wackest rappers, we could go off for days. There's really no right answer. Yeah. Right? Because... You you remember Ron C? D Maurice. Huh? What happened to D Maurice? Did he? Oh, D Maurice. Hey, bro. Beautiful you are, my candy coated superstar. And that was, yeah. <laughs> that was my God. Hey, is that hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Yo, hey man, you know that yo, shit's on YouTube. Man. I know. My uh, my yeah. I was listening to that every day. Yeah, my fam, man, they love D. Maurice. Yeah, man, come on, bro, you should too. Yeah, D. Maurice. You know what? D. Maurice, man, listen. Man. No, hold on. I had a question. You know the podcaster Cynthia G, right? Absolutely. Is Cynthia G or old D. Maurice backup dancer, singer? She probably, listen, bro. She probably is, because I'm going to tell you something. She look hella familiar. As angry as angry as she is, I call I call her type of journalism the thought files. Yeah. Right where you was a little thought, and you know, you done got a little... You done got a little knowledge yourself or something. That's almost like me. I done got a little knowledge yourself and direction about myself. Now I want to get mad at 
every woman who might have played me or exploited a nigga or whatever. Yeah. But when it was all going on, I was a willing participant. Bro. Right? And so now I'm in a better place. Now I want to out niggas and, and come for them. And, oh, well, huh, huh, you... Nigga, I was doing exactly what it was I signed up for and and what my position was at the time. Now, I don't really know how feminism works, and, but nigga, hey, if, if I can't accept my role in my own bullshit, there ain't no sense in even trying to move forward. And you know what I noticed with Cynthia G, nothing's never her fault. And same with Cynthia G, bro. I swear, you know Cynthia G's from Seattle. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that you just said that. You, okay. you asked me was she a backup dancer? Yeah, I thought she was and a I backup dancer. Yeah. So, but here's the whole thing. She's from Seattle, but how? I mean, who knows her though? Man, I, think I she, don't know nobody who knows her. Okay, you know the makeup of Seattle, right? The only way you yes, won't sir. you won't know somebody is if they're from where? West Seattle. Is she from West Seattle? I think she gotta be from West Seattle. She ain't from the north. I think she. From, I think D. Maurice and his whole little clique used to run in West Seattle a lot. Cause okay, yeah, cause my my son's mom's aunties and all them shits. They used to talk about. He used to perform a lot. If you watch some of them videos, he was a lot of them shows around West Seattle. And that dude that used to work at the pawn shop, remember? Um, the uh, one cat he kind of had. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. He used to work the pawn shops. He used to play uh, drums from D. Maurice. Right, I hear you. Yep. He floated around with Seattle. So I'm thinking even Burien, White Center type shit. So since we're talking about Cynthia G., I want to talk about uh, the destruction of Me Too starring Johnny Depp and Will Smith. The impact of you—you you were watching this Johnny Depp shit. You there? Yes, sir. The Johnny Depp shit is hella crazy, bro. It's breaking it down so cold. How uh, some women have been using me too as a car blanche to this trash the guys are with well, with with impunity. I'm going to tell you something, bro. Johnny Depp is one of the most dangerous things that could have ever happened to that situation because, see, it's one thing for it to be some athlete or some Negro, some nigga. This is fucking Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. And, and he... He played it, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, he played it well because I don't want to make it seem like he orchestrated anything to go against this woman. What I'm going to say is he made it to where you couldn't sweep him under the rug and disregard whatever because his information was just so meticulous. Yeah. And he had, you know, me and you, bro, we niggas, man. We from the hood. 
we ain't used to sh- shit being on camera and all this stuff. And he got all this stuff where, oh, no, nah, don't even worry about what I said. Look at this. So, look at this. Oh, no, yeah, it's way worse than I actually described, right? And this is, that. yeah, that was, that was a rough blow for them. Yeah, it might be the destruction of the final blow. Him and, and now you hear Jada, uh, Jada uh, Pinkett Smith is talk. There's rumors that he's about to divorce her, but he don't want to pay her all that money. Man, stop. He ain't divorcing her. What's I, he going to divorce her for? Hey, bro. You, nah, I ain't even going to switch subjects. Go ahead. Keep going. No, go ahead. Switch it up. Man, I'm hearing a rumor that. Motherfuckers talking about Chris Rock had like a, a face pad on or some little weird shit. Like where I'm just like, man, this is insane. Like you, I ain't never seen nothing with this many turns and twists. And now it's all like, oh, well, he might divorce Jay. And I'm all like, so. Chris Rock face pad. Man, bro, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you the little I'm looking it up right video. Now. It might be some, it might, you know me, bro. It might be some Photoshop oh, shit. It might be some shit. shit. Whatever, whatever. But what I'm going to say is that I've definitely seen the stuff where. It's right here. They got, they got the dudes, right? They was, they was ex-CIA. And they talked about how they got all these makeups, just all this stuff that they do. And they're like, yeah, we could like make it look like you died in front of people. Like we could shoot you and it's going to look like you really died. Wow. (laughs) Right. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I'm with you. Seen what Lord Jamar said? How he exposed everything, and he said yeah. it's all fake, man. I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. I just think it's all fake, bro. Like, I'm not necessarily saying him and Jada ain't having problems. That ain't what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, oh, you gonna divorce her now? All right, man. Shit. My question is whether whether even ever married. Well, see, that's the one thing we never look at when we look at people who relate. That's what they say. Hey, if you're going to if you're going to perpetuate a lie, the best way to perpetuate that lie is in the beginning. If she if you knocked up and you don't want you just say you're married. Because legally, you can say whatever you want. But what you can't say, what you can't make up is how it make up is divorce. (laughs) You can make up the marriage. You can divorce on paper. A dissolution don't necessarily got to be a divorce. You can dissolve a business partnership. As a as a dissolution, but the marriage you can't fake. 
Who's to say? You can call yourself professionally anything. You can DBA yourself. So that's always something. When you deal with these weirdos like this, this is highly weird. But, yo, I got to run. We'll cover some more in the next one. Okay. Tap in. Peace. Peace. Politico.com. Yeah.